This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. Hey friends, it's me, Morgan, and I am back with something special and I hope you enjoy. I want to first come on here and say happy new month. It's officially June and I know you guys know what that means. No, I am not talking about the official start of summer and I'm not talking about cookout season and I'm definitely not talking about summer break for people who are in school because I'm not one of them. I am talking about June being Myasthenia Gravis Awareness Month and I thought there was no better time than to come on here and give a basic nitty gritty bare bones a discussion about a few things MG, sort of like a MG 101, maybe not even an intro to MG class more so than anything. So I hope you guys are excited because I'm kind of excited. This is something that I've wanted to do for a while. This is the basis of my blog, talking about MG, raising awareness for MG, helping others understand what MG is. So let's get started. Anyway, MG is a rare neuromuscular autoimmune disease that affects the voluntary muscles of the body. Now, I know that was a lot and you was probably like, what? So I'm going to break that down for you. So MG is a rare disease. A rare disease is defined or classified as any disease affecting less than 200,000 people in the United States. Now, 200,000 may seem like a lot, but when you compare that to the entire population in the U.S., it's about this big. However, there are over 7,000 different types of rare diseases. So when you have 7,000 different types, 200,000 people per type, and then the population, the rare disease community population magnifies. Zebras are out here. And if you have questions about that and how I learned this information, you can visit my video in which I went to Rare Disease Week on Capitol Hill. But this is all about MG, so let's get back on the topic. Okay, so now that we've defined what a rare disease is, Let's go into the other parts. I said it was a um, rare neuromuscular autoimmune disease. So um, you guys know that when you want to move a muscle, what typically happens in the sequence is that your brain sends a signal, your signal is transmitted to the muscle that it's intended to go to, it is received, and then that muscle carries out the action. However, and people with MG, that signal, the communication is disrupted, it's interrupted, it's not, it's, something's wrong with it. So I have two different kind of examples that I'll give you to illustrate what I mean by that. So the first example is, say you have a key and you want to unlock unlock a door. Well, you're sticking the key in the lock, but it's not going all the way in. There's something in there that's jamming it. Maybe it's gum, maybe it's rust. Something is not allowing that key to go all the way into the lock and preventing you from unlocking the door. So the mission can't be complete. The other way to think about it is say you were in the car and your favorite song or a new song might come on the radio, but you're in a car with like 10 other people and they're all talking and you can't hear. So even though you tried to turn it up, you weren't able to make out the words of the signal. You could kind of hear it, it's real faint, but you weren't able to say that you know what that hook is. So now you gotta wait till next time and hopefully you'll be able to hear it because I don't know, sometimes you just, you just gonna miss it. 
But yes, those are two kind of examples of what happened um, during the MG process of what causes that that. Uh, miscommunication. And so when that signal was not reached, your lamb or that muscle experiences weakness or fatigue because it's not getting the necessary signal to perform the action. All right. So um, there are two different types of MG. Uh, One is ocular MG, which uh, affects primarily the eyes. And the other is generalized MG, which affects the entire body. So that is a basic synopsis of what MG is and kind of like a cool example. I hope uh, it kind of cleared things up about what happens uh, in a person with MG or what causes the fatigue or the muscle weakness. So moving on to symptoms. All right. So I've already described that there were two types of MG. You have ocular MG, which affects primarily the eye. So with ocular MG, your symptoms are going to be eye related. I know, I know. But anywho, um, the eye symptoms are ptosis, which is a droopy lid or double vision. If you have generalized MG, meaning that your MG is present throughout your body, that can affect the rest of your muscles. And I'm talking about everything from chewing to swallowing to talking to being able to hold your neck up to smiling to moving your arms and legs to breathing just normal day-to-day functions that we take for granted all the time mg will impact it if it can so it's very very serious um especially the breathing portion if you feel like you can't breathe or that shortness of breath is getting very, very uh, intense, I definitely recommend not playing around and going to the hospital because you don't want to play around with that at all. All right. So we've talked uh, prognosis and we've talked symptoms. So what's next? Treatment. Now, I am not a doctor. I don't pretend to be a doctor. I used to want to be a doctor, (laughs) but not anymore. So I'm not here to promote any of these treatments or to tell you what's what's for you and what you should try. Um, There are some people who don't want to take medications at all and they choose to use a more natural or holistic way of treatment for their autoimmune disease. I mean, I know a lot of people who have tried the AIP, which is the autoimmune protocol diet, um, more supplements and vitamins versus traditional medications and drugs because that's what they chose for their own body and I think that is awesome however if you are a person who wants a more uh, mainstream drug approved by the FDA for the treatment of myasthenia there are options out there for you you have mestinin you have prednisone you have Celsep, you have rituxan you have IVIG you have plasmapheresis you have the option for surgery and to get a thymectomy I mean the list is growing for treatments for myasthenia. And I think that we are on track to getting better treatments. I mean, I have been on at least five or six of them in different combinations. So there was not a try one drug and I was done and I'm cured. No, you have to work. You have to work at it. MG is called a snowflake disease. So 
Just as how it doesn't affect two people exactly the same, the treatments aren't going to work for two people exactly the same. So your uh, MG cocktail might be prednisone, mestinone, and IVIG. For someone else, it might be rituxan and a thymectomy. You just don't know. So that is a conversation for you and your doctor, and it's going to take time and patience and I'm sorry to say a lot of trial and error and testing things out, but that's what it is. If you want to get better, you'll put forth that effort and it is tiring and it is a lot to take all these pills a day when you have or possibly have difficulty swallowing, but we won't even get on that right now. So yes, those are treatments. Um, definitely, uh, I recommend doing some type of treatment, maybe not those treatments, but a particular treatment if you have MG to try to uh, improve your health because it's very, very important. All right, so what else is there? We've talked about what MG is. We've talked about the symptoms. We've talked about treatments. We've talked about prognosis. Oh, I can't forget the most important thing, resources. Now, if you are newly diagnosed with myasthenia or you know someone who's newly diagnosed, it can be super overwhelming. It can be such a shock. And the most important thing is to educate yourself on as much as possible about what's happening to you, what's happening to your person. So there are a lot of resources out here. Um, my the first resource I found was the Myasthenia Gravis Foundation webpage, and I will put a link um, in the description block about how you can find them. And they have a ton of information on their website as far as patient resources, things that are going on in like clinical trials, uh, support groups lists of doctors and just different things of that nature. So that's super cool. They also organize or they um, are in uh, conjunction with the MG Walk, which is also for spreading awareness about myasthenia. Um, so I recommend checking them out. There are tons of support groups like on Facebook. If you want to go check those out and sign up because because it is a rare disease. So your friends and family may not understand, but there are other people out there. There are at least 200,000 people out there, maybe give or take, not at least, but there are at most 200,000 200, other people in the world who have what you have and it can be a sounding board or just someone there to say, you're not crazy, I feel the same. All right, last but not least, a resource is ah, my blog. I started my blog as a resource to help others um, work through having a myasthenia gravis diagnosis and not just me venting and like, oh my gosh, life is so hard, but I also try to provide pretty cool information there. Um, and I try to provide it in an easily digestible way. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, these little TED Talks. Thanks for coming to my TED Talks about what myasthenia gravis is and just my little breakdown about it. I hope it was easy to digest. I hope you took something away from it. Don't forget to like it. Don't forget to comment, subscribe, go check out my blog, take a look around, read a couple articles, retweet some things, you know, let's build this community. Um, so yeah, this is cool. I hope you guys enjoy. I'm done. Oh, before I forget, so I made, before I forget, I made this cool shirt, basically, in celebration of, or acknowledgement, not really celebration, <laughs> of 
my myasthenia gravis, my journey, I want to take away the stigma of being chronically ill and claiming it. And like, I'm ill, but I live an ill life. I'm ill as in I'm sick, but I live an ill as in an awesome life. So if you're like me, if you like this shirt, go check it out. It's available for purchase right now on my blog. There, are, There's other merchandise there. If you like it, buy, support. Um, for watching this video, you can use the code MGAWARE and you'll get 25% off your first order. And yes, I'm just excited for this month and for awareness and for us all to connect. So that's it. See you next time.